Mr. Happy Living here, and I'm happy to be broadcasting from WITV7 in the beautiful Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, USA. Hey friends, will you take a moment right now and just imagine how great you'd feel living the unique and distinct life you were put on this planet to live, doing work you love, with people you love, in places you love, and all the while creating something of real value to others. That's what I call a life of significance. And I can tell you it makes for a very happy life. And so can my friend Gary Woods. We met way back in our college football playing days, and he's my guest star for today. And he's here to share his unique and distinct journey to his life of significance. Hey, Gary, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. Glad to be here. Awesome. Just take a minute or so and tell us what you're doing these days to make your mark of significance on the world. Well, I, uh, after 30 plus years of being an educator, I uh, retired as a superintendent of schools here in California, public schools, and I decided to go into the energy business. So I'm currently working for ABM Industries, a wonderful company, a hundred year old company mm. with over a hundred thousand employees. And I work in the tech technological solutions division. Um, we're looking at efficiency products, energy related products, primarily for municipalities. Very good. All right, Gary, let's have some fun with mathematics. As an educator, I think you might enjoy this. Um, so we can let our friends from all around the World Wide Web get to know you through our happy formula. So it's a simple equation, but it gets powerful results. Capacity plus purpose equals happy. So let's start with capacity. What are your practices for building your personal capacity to whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, financial, emotional. In other words, Gary, what do you do on a regular basis to create all the capacity you need to take really good care of yourself and your loved ones and still have plenty left over to be a giver to others? Well, I think it's, for me, it's the Kaizen approach. It's small incremental steps each and every day. I literally don't take a day off. I go seven days a week. I walk seven days a week. I meditate and think about things seven days a week. I take stock of how I'm performing and in small ways I can improve myself seven days a week. I think that's really the secret for me. Um, mm -hmm. I, I can't necessarily go to the weight room anymore and lift weights for two and a half, three hours, but I can do it for 20 minutes mm -hmm. or I can swim 500 yards, which for me is 20 laps in a pool. So I try to accomplish things each and every day. Very good. So you mentioned exercise, meditation. What else? What, what are the other buckets that you try to make sure you're spending time in every single day? I think I think my family is important. Um, uh, walking my dogs again, seven days a week, um, never giving up, because if I do, I have 210 pound German shepherds looking at oh, me. Uh, they want me to walk them actually twice a day. So, um, you know, Paying attention to my family, trying not to be gone long periods of time, uh, each day having meaningful conversations with my with my with one of my four children or all four of them, uh, simple text messages, uh, communicating with my family uh, that's not here in, in Southern California. So it's those simple daily tasks, you know, looking at my finances, making sure I'm not overspending um, each day. Uh, keeping track of it on a daily basis. 
Very good. And the idea of, of Kaizening your life, of these small incremental improvements adding up over time, how is that, how, how are you feeling that? Is it, is it helping you to achieve results on a regular basis? Is it keeping your mind in a, in a, a different place than if you weren't taking those little small steps all the time? Yeah, I, I, again, you know, you and I know, Matt, we used to spend, you know, hours working out in the weight room. And I got frustrated because I tried to do that maybe 10 or so years ago, and I just wasn't having success. And I was getting tired and kind of broken down physically. So I just kind of backed off from that. And most people give up and don't do anything. Yeah. And I, I had all to recruit. Yeah, it's like all or nothing, you know, and that's just kind of the way athletes are. But I had to reprogram my mind to understand that if I do small things each day, and if I do it seven days a week, it really does add up. Yeah. You know, the, the interesting, the two things that, that strike me about that is, is one, we do change over time. And so we have to adapt to that change. And, and that might mean, I remember when I went with, through back surgery, went from being a runner really with my eyes finally set on maybe doing the Boston Marathon and then my back goes out and I've basically never run again. And I could, and, and when I was a runner, I would look at walking, that's not really an activity. So after my back surgery and I'm in my mid forties or so, I, I convinced myself that I'm not walking, I'm hiking. And that was more masculine for me. And then, then I accepted it. And it's actually, it's been really a big help in my life because running's hard on your body. So right. if you can if you can adjust your work to your stage of life and the things you're trying to achieve, it can it really helps you to accept where you are at each stage. And, and I also think it's avoiding failure. You know, as an athlete, you're programmed to win, win, yeah. win, win, succeed, succeed, succeed. Yeah. And I had to reprogram what that meant to me. So I wasn't in a position of failure each and every day. I'm winning every day by walking, you know, 3000 steps. I'm winning. Now, you know, it's not a big physical feat, but it's a win. And it's I chalk it up as a win. It's a win. And, and the thing, folks, the, the thing about it is that that little tiny shift changes everything. It changes you from being on this slow, upward, steady, beautiful, wonderful spiral of goodness to the slow, steady decline that is that, that gets to a point where it becomes too much to get back. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle as you, you, so it's like, I like the idea of Kaizen and hold. So once you've, once you've got to a certain level, hold on to that level with everything you've got, because if you let it slide, it's gonna be much harder to, to fix. Yeah, no, it, and if I don't do something significant each day, I do feel it and mm -hmm. I think about it and it bothers me emotionally. So it, it's part of my emotional, you know, uh, connectivity too, is making sure I'm successful and I characterize what I'm doing as being successful each and every day. Yeah, very good. Okay, let's move on to purpose, the second element of the formula. And Gary, I've observed that big major life transformations or discovery of purpose often come through devastation addiction, yeah. abuse, disease, death, disaster, something awful strips a life to its core and creates some big change on the other side. However, in my book, Turning Inspiration Into Action, I share the transformational process that I've used to discover my purpose using inspiration. 
So how about you, Gary? Was there a specific moment or event or crisis or inspiration that revealed to you the purpose you were meant to live? Well, I think, you know, when I technically retired, whatever that word means, I did. I mean, I literally, you know, retired from being a public school employee in the state of California. I mean, that's the thing where you have to go in and sign documents and get formulas and all that kind of stuff. So it was an official action. And I realized after a while, everything in my life was built around success. You know, what I viewed as being successful as a father, as a, a, a administrator, a teacher, a superintendent of schools, you know, going to school, getting degrees, earning all of those things, those were all built on success. When I retired, I had to reprogram my mind and my brain to reconsider what was important to me. And like I learned in your e-course, Matt, it really now was not just about success. It was about significance. What is significant to me? Because I didn't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything right now. I don't have to go swim today. Nothing. Mm -hmm. But these things, I started to rebuild my life in terms of what was significant to me and what was of value to others. Hmm. So was there, what was the prompt for you to step out of education and retire and start, were you already thinking about starting something new or was it just retire and then figure it out? I was getting a little worn out. You know, you're in those high level leadership positions, especially in public schools. It's a tough environment. It wears you down. Mm -hmm. It's like gravity, you know, it's, it's, it, it goes onto your body and it just sinks you down. So I had to get rid of some of that gravity. I had to create power um, that was more powerful than the gravity that was holding me in place. And, and so the significance component came into play. You know, the other significant thing for me, I watched my dad, who was a wonderful guy, hard worker, uh, loyal to his family. Um, at about 76 years old, he started to develop Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And it was about a three to four year process. And it got really, really bad at the end, as many Alzheimer's uh, families will tell you mm. with their loved one uh, to the point where my dad didn't even recognize his family members. Oh. And then he passed away. And I, I kind of, this was before retirement. This was kind of uh, time. It was right about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It was all, so, all so kind of life took on a, a whole new level of meaning. Yeah. And I, at 58 years old, I kind of sat back and thought to myself, okay, is this it? is this all it is? Because if I have something like Alzheimer's at 75, I'm going to have three or four or five years left. I'm not going to recognize my family members. So up until that point, is that going to be enough when I'm actually aware of what's going on? Hmm. And, you know, being 30 plus years in a certain career, I kind of had done it all. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I felt like it was halftime for me, you know, and I know there's an important book written about that, but it was like, I looked at it as halftime. I did not look at it as retirement. It wasn't an end to anything for me. It was actually a beginning. Good, good. And one last question on this. What do you think dad thinks about your big change and how you're doing right now? I mean, I would have had to have some conversations with him uh, just the way he was. But I think he would have been really proud that I looked at life this way. Because when he retired, it really was a retirement. He was starting to fail. 
and the retirement was really needed. Uh, it, it needed to happen. For me, I'm retired, but I'm at, I feel like in some ways I'm at the top of my game. I can't just give up. No, no, it's great. Uh, Halftime's a great way to look at it. Okay, so Gary, let's take a break so our sponsor can spread a little love to our listeners. Mr. Happy Living here. I love good things made by good people. That's why I love Dry Farm Wines. They've transformed my drinking experience with sugar-free, lower-alcohol, lab-tested natural wine. It's only grown on small family farms with respect for nature and using regenerative agriculture. You can literally taste the difference. It's naturally delicious. And it's super important because the quality of the food we eat and the wine we drink makes up the quality of our life. Go to happyliving.com, select Partners in Happy, and get your first bottle of natural wine for one penny. Share the gift of natural wine and pour some love this holiday season. And we're back, and this is the Something Significant Show, and I'm Matt Gersper, your happy host. And my special guest star today is Dr. Gary Woods. He's been at virtually every level of the education business, from teacher to principal to superintendent. And after 34 years this past summer, he summoned the courage to make a great, big, bold career shift to ABM, a Fortune 500 company providing facility solutions, including janitorial, electrical and lighting, energy solutions, facilities engineering, HVAC and mechanical, landscape and turf, mission critical solutions, and even parking, all provided through standalone or integrated solutions. Gary, I love the courage of your big, bold career move. And I also love this article called The Science Behind the Power of Giving. I found it on lifescience.com, and it says the act of giving itself can be a gateway to discovering your reason for being on this planet. It tells us how science supports the notion that giving of one's time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway for discovering purpose and transcending difficulties and finding fulfillment and meaning in life. So I updated our formula. Capacity plus purpose plus giving equals really happy. So what do you think, Gary? In your life, have you found that giving your time and your talents and your treasure has been a pathway for discovering your purpose and for transcending difficulties that you've faced and for bringing real meaning into your life. Yeah, I think, you know, being an educator, in a sense, that is what you're doing. You are giving and giving and giving. I've watched hundreds upon hundreds of teachers in the classroom just giving their heart and soul to 30 kids every hour Over five periods, that might be as many as 150 kids in a day. They do that day in, day out for 180 days each year. So I've I've lived in an environment of giving. I almost don't know any other way to do it. I I think that's expected Mm. for all of us. We really all should be givers and think of ourselves as givers. 
That would solve a lot of problems. That would solve a lot of problems. And the science agrees with us. And I, I agree too, in my experience, I just love the wonderful feeling that comes from that fourth element of significance, which we say is doing work that creates value to others, giving. I know from experience, the magic of life comes not from getting more, but from giving more. But Gary, there's more to it than that. It's not just the giving that's magical. What I've been exploring and learning and living too, is it's when you're giving from living in your purpose, that's where you find the real magic. So tell us, Gary, how does it feel to be happily living your life and giving to others through the work you are put on this planet to do and the people around you have taken notice? So Gary, my friend, I want you just to sit back for a moment, open your heart, and just listen to the impact that you're making on others by living and giving from the life you were meant to live. He's a pretty incredible guy for starters. He is a treasure. Gary Woods is one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure to know. His family is the center of his life. Oh, and also his dogs. If memory serves me well, he had a pet wolf back in the day. He's a loyal friend to many. Gary is one of the best athletes in Turlock High. Gary's the kind of teammate you need if you expect to win. My fondest memory of Gary is when he was the quarterback of Turlock High. I'd compare him to Joe Montana, the quarterback of the Niners. Gary was competent, balanced, and a, fa and, and a fair team leader, never lost composure, just like Joe. Teen life isn't always easy, but Gary sailed through high school, inspiring his peers to stay positive, even when life throws him a curveball. Gary always endeavors to enlighten and expose others to new experiences, and he's always polite, always helpful, always kind-hearted, always positive and full of ideas, always encouraging others to do their best, and always doing his best too. One person said, this city girl has always had a soft spot and her, for her old friend, and I truly treasure the lifetime friendship and special bond we share. Others said he's funny, crazy, creative, generous, supportive. Gary is eternal sunshine with an easy smile. He's outspoken, thoughtful, well-mannered, a mold breaker, a competitor, an avid learner. He has, a, he has a great sense of humor and a get it done attitude. He's a joy to be around, a seeker of his own path, a caring heart, a true professional, the ultimate educator, a leader with a clear focus of excellence for his students. Gary truly cares about people and he's always had a heart for education. Gary Woods is quite simply the most effective superintendent I've ever had the pleasure to work with. He's happy to be in or out of the limelight. He's in his element when he's plopping people down in unfamiliar surroundings and then challenging them to open their eyes to new and different ways of life. Gary was my absolute favorite teacher of all time. He always had a smile for all of us students, always a kind word, and somehow knew when I was having an off day and would take the time to ask me about it. He would always tell me that school was much, so much more important than having a high school boyfriend and that one day I would realize that. And I certainly did end up realizing it and never ever forgot his words, his advice, and his absolute caring nature. He wanted nothing but success for his students 
and that always came across in his teaching and his overall personality. He loves to grapple in winemaking, kayaking, and other hobbies. Gary William Woods is my favorite nephew. Then in parentheses, she writes, just between you and me. His leadership skills are self-evident in everything he does, and I remain honored to count him among my friends. He carries a twinkle in his beautiful blue eyes. He finds such joy in life. Bottom line is, he's just a great guy. And finally, Gary Woods is one of the kindest, hardworking, thoughtful, empathetic, caring, personable, extremely engaging, and one of the finest human beings to roam the planet. Oh my goodness, Gary, how does all that love make you feel? Yeah, that's awfully nice, Matt. You know, I rarely have ever heard much of that. <laughs> and that's it. That's the magic. It makes this great, big, happy circle. And we don't realize how we touch people when we're, when we're touching them, good and bad. Giving your time and your talents and your treasures is this powerful pathway to discovering purpose. And giving from that place, from living in your purpose, brings this profound joy to your life and to the lives of those around you, too. Right. Giving leads to purpose and giving from purpose leads to joy. So to more properly reflect the exponential power of the happy formula, I've got to tweak it just a little bit more, doctor, to capacity times purpose times giving equals happy to the third power. And that's really, truly, deeply happy. Does that sound about right to you, Gary? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right on, Matt. That formula is awesome. That was something that I looked at during this place that I would call void uh, for my life, uh, entering retirement and trying to figure out what I'm going to do for, for the second half. Thanks, thanks to those words and thanks to that direction, it kind of got me kick-started. That's awesome. Good stuff. Okay, let's wrap things up with a lightning round. I love the power of words and the capacity for great quotes to change lives. So I'm going to read a few of my favorites, and then you tell us what they mean to you. First thing that comes to mind, Gary, because it's called a lightning round. Got it. Okay. From One from my past. Once you get where you want to be, you're not there anymore. Yeah, you got to keep moving. I mean, I look forward. I, I do look back and I learn when I look back. But I don't spend a lot of time looking back. I usually do a 90-10 formula. I look, I look ahead 90% of the time, and I look back about 10% of the time. And I had to remind myself of that formula when I'm sitting in many school board meetings over the years. <laughs> I bet. Okay, one from comedian Aries Spears. To sustain longevity, you have to evolve. I think you have to evolve and I think it has to be genuine. You know, you have to have a genuine spirit. When I watch great teachers, you know, one of the first qualities they have is just a genuine concern for the kids that they're teaching. It's genuine. They can't fake it. They, it just comes from them. You can just tell it the minute you walk in the room. Yeah. This is from Leonardo da Vinci. While I thought I was learning how to live, I've been learning how to die. Wow. I mean, there is an end to life, at least here on, on earth, but I also believe there is a life after. Uh, it's almost, the goal is almost to get there. That's the destination. Um, so what I do on this earth today and tomorrow 
is certainly significant, but not as significant as what's going to happen to me when my physical body gives way. Leads us right into from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 24. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. I mean, I, for me, God's in charge. So often when I had discouraging times and, and things were, and I was looking back a little bit too much, you know, for me, it was, it was really about, um, hold on just a second. For, for me, it was having faith and trust that the purpose of my life and what I'm doing right now today was already planned by somebody a lot greater than me. And it's my job to follow it, to be aware of it, and to make it, uh, to have the confidence that I'm going in the right direction. Very good. One of my own. It's in the doing of things that are most important to you that you will find true happiness. Yeah, you know, you only have a short amount of time here. So it, 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 you shouldn't be wasting your energies on things that are really not significant. You should rid yourself of those things that aren't real significant. Identify those things that are important to you that do fit into your priorities and spend your time on those items. That's we get too caught up in doing all these things that really don't matter. Right. Right on. This is the show anchor from Goth. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Yeah, I love the word bold. You have to be bold. People want to rip you down. They want to step on you and squash you a lot of the time. You got to be bold and stand firm and have your convictions and follow your genuine heart. If you're doing that, People see it from a million miles away. Yeah, They'll give you space to do things that they may not even agree with. And as a leader, you know, that's it for me. It's you got to create space for yourself and those who are willing and able to follow you because they have confidence you're going in the right direction. And when you're living your life that way, people recognize it and take notice like, your family and friends and community around you have taken notice of you, my friend. Thank you, Matt. Now, folks, it's your turn to be a giver, too. If you can hear my voice and you were inspired by today's show with Gary Woods, then please share some love with our wonderful broadcast team by giving what you can to WITV7. They're a 501c3 charity on a mission to educate, empower, and encourage. They do good works with your kindness. Gary, I love how you accept people as they are and how you love them and care deeply for them, regardless of their status in an organization or their station in life. And I admire your leadership style of staying in the background and pushing others to the front and center so they can get the credit they deserve. And I'm super happy that you've shared your eternal sunshine and easy smile and beautiful twinkling blue eyes on our show today. Will you please take a minute or two and share any parting remarks you'd like to leave with our audience? Well. Matt, you and I know that you developed an e-course, and I can't tell you enough how important that was uh, to me at that given time after I had a phone conversation with you when I was kind of at that low point. Um, but I think it, for those who are in that low point, you've got to do the work. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change unless you get out there and look for things that can inspire you. And for me, your e-course was 
a great inspiration and you should be congratulated for the messages that you're putting out into this world. Good job. Thank you very much, Gary. And I also want to thank WITV7 for hosting and promoting our show so we can keep interviewing inspiring guest stars just like Gary and reaching folks like you ready to create your own extraordinary lives. Most especially thank you, viewers and listeners. You'll find links to websites and social media and all things Gary Woods. Find him, friend him on LinkedIn. He's Dr. Gary Woods. On Facebook, it's Gary W. Woods. Find him and say hello. From me to you, dear friends, I love you, and I want you to be really, truly, deeply happy too. So go to happyliving.com, take our happy quiz, because when you measure your happy, you'll focus attention on it. And focusing attention on it inspires change and learning and improvement all to flow right into your life. Once you take the quiz, and it only takes a minute, then I hope you'll give some thought about what we can do together, you and me. Give some thought about what we can do together right now to improve the happy of your world one person at a time. Till next time, I'm Matt Gersper. You are awesome. And this is the Something Significant Show. And we're out.